Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Cult Leader early and ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all. Not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your free trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Hello and welcome back to Cold Leader. I'm your Cold Leader, Spencer Henry, and this is a little leader where I read the stories that you send to me. If you have a story you'd like to share with the cult, don't be shy. Just send it on over to spencer at cultleader.com and put little leader somewhere in the subject line or the body of the email. Happy Friday, babes. I know we only skipped a week, but it feels like it's been forever. We have a lot to catch up on. I like to keep little leaders in real time always. I think you guys know that. I don't like to record them too ahead of time because both obituary and cult leader are recorded a few weeks ahead of schedule so that there's not delays. It's a good thing, really, but little leaders we like them fresh so that we can talk about the latest. First of all, was in San Francisco last weekend, living out my teenage dreams, went to see Dashboard Confessional, and it was such a good throwback show. A little cooler in the city, still hot. Also went to a really good restaurant. If you're ever in San Francisco, it's called Flour and Water. Just the best pasta dishes, the best pizzas that I've probably ever had. Just so good. Every bite was so good and really good arancini as well. Just everything was so flavorful. Have to shout them out because just wow incredible but it was still pretty warm. It was nice in the city but in like the suburbs it was I think I got up to like 111 while I was there which is just pretty wild for the Bay Area. This heat wave is something else but it was dry up there. I can handle dry heat don't mind it but humidity is a whole nother thing. The second I got home I walked off the plane and I was just hit with that like blanket of humidity you know. Don't love it. Hopefully it starts to cool down soon but that was the weather. Meteorologist Spencer Henry signing off. Back to you hot dog. Nothing to say typical. 
as much as the heat is killing the vibes, I'm starting to get really excited about fall. It's feeling like that time. When do you guys start putting out decorations? Is now okay? I feel like now is okay. We're in September. It's leading up. We're getting there. Maybe wait till mid-September. I don't know. Let me know because I'm ready. Just give me the go ahead. Now let's catch up on what I've been watching because this has a lot to do with my excitement around fall. I have been binging several shows as of late. First up, American Horror Stories. Can we talk about the Necro episode. Oh my god. People were tweeting and messaging Madison and I just this past week or two because pretty much every single scene in that episode revolved around something that we've talked about previously on Obituary. I mean, they even had death erections. It was wild. That episode in particular felt very Black Mirror-ish to me as well, which it was fulfilling something in me because I miss Black Mirror so much. I hope they come out with another season too. I looked it up and supposedly it's not coming until the end of next year, but who knows? What else have I been watching? Oh, The Patient. It's fantastic. It's on Hulu. It stars Steve Carell, and he is like a psychotherapist who, I won't give anything away, but he gets, it's the premise of the show, is he gets uh, held captive by a patient, and every episode leaves you on a cliffhanger. I am hooked. I am waiting with bated breath for the next episode. You guys will totally dig it. And my favorite part is that the episodes are all like 21 minutes or something. And for my little brain, it's perfect. I love a short episode. It's so much easier for me to pay attention and sit and watch the full thing through because otherwise, you know, I'm standing up, getting a snack, walking over here, doing something. And I'm that way with movies too. I'm like every movie can be 90 minutes, okay? They don't need to be two and a half hours. They don't need to be three hours. 90 minutes, that's it. Um, and then obviously the Army Hammer docuseries came out and we, we talked about Army Hammer a lot when that situation first started to arise and I will share my thoughts once I've finished watching it. I think I watched the first two episodes. I don't know if there's three or four of them, um, but I've watched the first two and I have opinions, but I'll share those later on. How could I forget? I went to the Winchester mansion with Olivia last weekend. It was so cool. I mean, not ideal weather to walk through an old house without air conditioning, but totally worth it. And I really want to go back and do the night tour. But also, I found out so many interesting factoids that I otherwise would not have known about. I knew about certain things like, okay, there's a staircase to nowhere and there's doors that open to nothing. But learning more about Sarah Winchester herself was really interesting. So trust and believe we are getting a Sarah Winchester episode on here soon. I asked on stories on Instagram at Cool Leader Podcast if you guys want a Sarah Winchester episode. And everyone was like, yes, please do it. So I'm going to do it. Feels like a good time of year to do it. Oh, also, we had no idea, but we were at the house, and when we got to where Sarah's bedroom is, there was all these, like, beautiful, fresh roses, and they said it was because it was the 100-year anniversary to the date of Sarah Winchester's death. Like, we were at the house on the 100-year anniversary, had no idea. I just thought it was, like, a crazy coincidence. I gotta say... I have never loved Cole Leader more than these past few weeks. The Satanic Panic episodes have been my favorite to research so far because it ties in everything that we talk about. And I'm glad it seems like you guys are really liking them too. I mean, Lauren Stratford's story, just unbelievable. And just the trials that came out that we've been discussing on the show, just blowing my mind. And we're talking about another Satanic Panic case next week. And then we're putting a little hold on it. We're going to give it a pause. We're coming back to it. 
but I did a very eye-opening interview. Cannot wait to share it. It's going to be out in the next two weeks. I think you guys are going to really dig it. I really liked talking to somebody who found themselves on the other side of something we've been talking about a lot lately. So that's all I'm going to give you, but it's coming out soon. And I just adored this guest. So can't wait for you guys to hear it. And last thing before we get into emails, how do we feel about revisiting some of our older episodes? We've talked about this as a possibility before, but I mean, listen, we're coming up on our four year anniversary this month, which makes me just want to cry. I'm like so in love with all of you. And you guys are just such a big part of my life now. And some of you have truly been here since day one like back in the Instagram stories days, our very early Wikipedia-centric episodes that we did in the beginning, which I've learned to love, okay? We look back on them and we're like, hey, you were just doing what you were doing at the time. But I think we could do a cool, like, revamp of some of the early episodes, but only if you want it. So please let me know, comment, message me, whatever. I think it would be fun. Not all of them. I don't want to go through and and redo a bunch of shit. But like our first episode, right? Mark Kilroy. I would love to revisit and get a little more into that case because that case in particular has been heavy on my mind because it's come up a lot during the satanic panic research lately. So I'm, I'm looking forward to potentially dipping back in dipping into the past. But let's get into some emails. I'm dying to read these because the emails are piling up, but there's always room for more. So keep them coming. Cult Leader is sponsored by BetterHelp. Cult Babes, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Are you hitting the gym, hitting the sheets for a little nap, looking at your neighbor's house on Zillow? Really though, if time was unlimited, how would you use it? How would you decide what's important enough to make time for? Unfortunately, time is not unlimited, but fortunately, therapy can help you figure out what matters to you so you can do more of it. That's one of my biggest takeaways from therapy, figuring out where to devote time to make the rest of my life easier. I could go on forever about how much less stressful life is once I learn to prioritize my time, but why don't you see for yourself? Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash leader today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash leader. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. And it needs to say, I'm a thoughtful person, and I appreciate you, and I know exactly what you like, all at the same time. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the zen seeker, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. A gifting moment is always around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Gift easy with Gift Mode on Etsy. This first email has the subject line, I was sent to a cult 
college. Dear Spencer, my 16-year-old daughter introduced me to Cult Leader, and now I'm obsessed. Wow, thanks to your daughter. I heard the Cult on Campus story on a Little Leader, and I have a story too. Trigger warning for emotional and religious abuse. I have never been able to have a conversation with my daughter about this time in my life, so maybe she can listen to it on Cult Leader and understand what my life was like when I was her age. I feel honored that you're letting me share your story. They wrote, my parents were strict and a bit on the fringe to say the least. My siblings and I were homeschooled and had little interaction with the outside world other than a few kids at church youth group. We did not have a television and my dad did not let us listen to the radio. We weren't allowed to have a Christmas tree because we might see it as an idol replacing baby Jesus. We didn't have a real school curriculum, but when I was 16, they decided I had completed high school and now off to college. They found a super religious college in another state, Pensacola Christian College, and I was soon enrolled and dropped off. To say it was a culture shock to me would be an understatement. There were so many rules. Male and female students could not be together in areas that were deemed unchaperoned. There were separate sidewalks and staircases for male and female students. What is this, a prison? No physical contact was allowed. There was daily church service called chapel with mandatory attendance. Seats were assigned and school personnel stood at the end of each aisle and counted seats to see if anyone was missing. Additional personnel also searched each dorm room during the chapel service to check for stragglers. The messages were more often than not that being at the school was God's will and that the school was the authority God has over your life. If you disobeyed any of the rules or chose to leave the school, you were stepping outside of the will of God and all manner of calamity would befall you. Classic fear tactics. Female students were not allowed to wear pants. We had to wear skirts or dresses with pantyhose and dorm leaders stood posted at the exits to check your legs. Male students had to wear polo shirts and khaki pants at all times. Female students were only allowed to leave campus in groups of three and even then you had to sign out with your student ID card at the front desk and write down where you were going and what time you would be back. At night, everyone had to go to prayer group in designated rooms on each floor of the dormitory and sing songs, give prayer requests, and pray aloud. Students were encouraged to narc on other students. Someone was always getting expelled and I was terrified of getting kicked out. My sophomore year, when I was 17, I started dating a guy who was 23. No red flags there, right? His dream was to have a bunch of kids and start a Christian school. The summer after sophomore year, I went to visit my grandmother who lived out of state and who didn't agree with my parents' viewpoint. She helped me come to my senses. I broke up with the guy, transferred to another college that was still religious but not as extreme, and moved on with my life. A few years ago, I got curious and looked up the guy on Facebook. He's doing just what he wanted to do. Living in California with six or seven kids, and apparently working for a far religious right publishing company. As for me... I am a swearing, drinking, single mom, badass emergency room nurse. Hell yeah. I have a tattoo. I am happy and living my best life. And it has been a long time since I felt the need to look over my shoulder in Walmart and wonder if someone from my Colt College was spying on me to make sure I was wearing my skirt and pantyhose. I also go overboard decorating and celebrating Halloween and Christmas with my girls. Oh, that makes me emotional a little bit. Thank you for doing Colt Leader. It has brought me a lot of happiness on my days off being able to take 
take a break from the emergency room and all the upsetting things I see at work and listen to a good story. Have a great week, Sarah. Wow. Just the deep-rooted effects and like the aftermath of like feeling like you're being watched is just such a testament to how damaging organizations like this can be on our mental well-being. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I just think you should be so proud of yourself. And I mean, like the biggest reward is that you now get to give your children the things that you didn't get to experience. You So you're getting to experience it. It just happened a little later on for you. And I, I think that's incredible. And just your girls are lucky to have a badass mom like you. And thank you for your work. I'm sure you have some pretty wild stories from the emergency room because if there's one group of people that has wild stories, it is emergency room nurses. So please feel free to share them. This next one says, my little brother owes me his life. Hi, Spencer, Hot Dog, and Madison, if you're there. Hi, Hot Dog. I've been a loyal cult babe and geoff for over a year now when I found you via Morbid. Love both shows as they get me through the work week with lots of laughs and amazing topics. Thank you. I decided it was about time I shared my own story of intuition that I experienced as a child. As per tradition, I will not apologize for the length. We love an intuition story. Olivia's gonna love it. When I was about seven years old, my dad built my brother and I a treehouse in our back backyard. Wholesome. We grew up next to my maternal grandparents and the house we lived in was built by my dad and our family members. Our treehouse was built between two large trees and was a mini version of our house with a cool deck that overlooked a wooden embankment. My brother, who is two years younger than me, and I would spend our days playing in it with our incredibly overactive imaginations. I love a treehouse. I had one growing up. So nostalgic. Next to our treehouse was our metal swing set, a super 1980s set complete with a metal slide that could burn your ass off (laughs) and a trapeze to swing on until both arms were dislocated and your hands were calloused. The good old days. I love it. About two years after the treehouse was built, my brother and I were outside swinging. It was late March or early April in New England, so it was cold, gray, and windy. One of those cold days where the chill can be felt inside your bones. It was hard to warm up from unless you're a kid from the 80s. Back then, unless it was a torrential downpour, my brother and I were outside all day, every day, until dinner. It was spring break, so our parents were working and our grandmother was watching us. We were just swinging away the afternoon when I suddenly felt this need for us to go inside. I felt off, chalked it up to the weather and told my brother, let's go in. He obliged, and I started reading a book. He puts on the TV, and our grandmother was in her dining room. About 10 minutes goes by when we hear a large cracking noise and then a crash. Bewildered, we look out the back window and see the top half of one of the trees smashed into our swing set and the treehouse completely destroyed. Oh my god. Had my brother and I still been out there, both of us would have been killed. My grandmother was obviously hysterical, calling my parents to let them know what happened. While I don't think at the time we completely understood the impact of what just happened, I knew that some sort of intuition or some sort of divine intervention took place that day. I'm not religious, I'm a recovering Catholic, but since then I've let my intuition and gut instincts guide me. It saved my life and I don't take it for granted. Of course, I still hold it over my brother's head that he owes me his life. I've attached the picture of the treehouse and swing set. Sorry, the picture's a little blurry. Thanks for everything you do, Alyssa. Alyssa, thank you for sharing the story. I have to say the picture that you sent is one of my favorite things. It is just such a classic 80s picture. And is that your dad with the camera? I I love it. And you should hold it over his head. You're like, listen, I saved your life. Proves you should always go with your gut. 
Thank you for sharing that. Amazing. This episode is brought to you in part by June's Journey. Picture it, the glamour of the roaring 20s wrapped in a mystery that only you can solve. Dive into June Parker's captivating quest to uncover scandalous family secrets. With your keen eye for detail, find hidden clues and solve mind-boggling puzzles. It's all about observation, intrigue, and drama. But beware, each clue leads deeper into a thrilling storyline filled with danger and romance. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Your adventure awaits. Whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands, ShipStation lets you automate routine shipping tasks and easily handle returns. Manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications with ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard. Plus, you can access industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post, with discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code WONDERY today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com promo code WONDERY. This one says, Little Leader, my first and last time at a Pentecostal church. Hey, Spencer and Miss Hot Dog. Hey, Hot Dog. Love listening to this podcast and obituary. Thank you. They help get me through the boring days at work. As always, I'll apologize for the length, but this story is kind of funny and traumatic, so I need to tell you the whole thing. Back when I was a sophomore in high school or 16 years old, one of my good friends had recently joined a Pentecostal church. She asked me one day if I would go into a service with her. I had a church that I went to, not regularly or anything, but I'd never been to a Pentecostal church before and I wanted to support my friend on her new journey and get to learn about other religions. Before I continue, I just want to say that I mean no disrespect to anyone who follows this religion, but I was utterly not prepared for this evening. The only thing that I knew about Pentecostal people were that the women wore skirts and had really long hair, and that was about the extent of my knowledge. On the evening that she asked me to go with her, it happened to be a night where a guest speaker was preaching. I had worn my longest skirt that I had even Even though I didn't believe what they believed, I wanted to be respectful of their religion, sure. So we go in, and everyone was so nice and welcoming and didn't treat me as if I was just a visitor that was only going to be there one time. As most church services do, the service began with a time of music. At the beginning of the music, my friend was explaining to me a little bit more about their dress code rules. The women did have to wear skirts, but they were allowed to wear short sleeves and wear their hair down. However, if you were on the stage leading worship or anything else up there, as a lady, you had to wear a shirt that covered your elbows, and your hair had to be in a bun because it couldn't be touching the back of your neck. The men also had their own rules. If they wore shorts, their knees had to be covered, and they couldn't grow long hair because it was not allowed to be long enough to touch the back of their necks. The music service was pretty great. The music itself was something that you could dance to, and all the people in the congregation seemed to be having a great time because they were all singing at the top of their lungs and swaying and had their hands raised in worship, so I was thinking, okay, these people are having a great time worshiping. Then, I became confused when a couple of people started to run around the room. I asked my friend about it, and she 
she said that when people are filled with the Holy Spirit, that they can't be still. So they have to run around because they are so filled with the energy of the Spirit. Okay, not the weirdest thing I've ever heard of, but y'all do what you feel is best. Then the sermon started. Now, I had heard of speaking in tongues before, but I was not prepared to actually experience it. The guy was preaching and heavily getting into it, and when he would get to the height of his speaking, he would blurt out this weird phrase that I assumed was him speaking in tongues. Now, me being the young teenage shit I was, I paid attention to the inflections and the sounds this man was making when he did his speaking in tongues, and it was always when he got to the height of what he was saying, and almost like he was trying to emphasize his words by repeating the same phrase, quote-unquote, in tongues several times during the service. Or at least to me, it sounded and felt like the same phrase each time. It was the same sounds and lasted for the same amount of time each time he repeated it. Several other people in attendance would also randomly whisper or softly speak in tongues as well, and I found it odd that it sounded like they were speaking the same language he was speaking. Now, don't get me wrong, because I have no idea what this entails, but I didn't think when someone was speaking in tongues that they were all saying the same language. I thought it would just be a language that none of them had ever spoken before. It's interesting. Anyways, I think this pastor caught me making confused and unbelieving faces during the service and decided that he might try to make an example of me at the end. So at the end of a lot of different church services, they do an altar call. Now, I didn't go to this church and believe anything they believed, so I wasn't paying my full attention to this sermon. But even if I was, you would not find me going up to the front of the stage to kneel and pray or whatever. But like I said, I don't know why this preacher decided to single me out, but he did. We were sitting in the middle of the church as well, so it's not like we would have been in his direct line of sight. He came down to our row and asked me to come up to the front because the Lord was laying on his heart that I had something that needed to be prayed for and God had told him to bring me down there. Now, I wasn't going to be disrespectful and outrightly say no, so I figured if I went up there and kneeled and pretended to pray for a few seconds that that would be enough for this man and he'd let me go back and sit down. Boy, was I wrong. As soon as I got up to the front and kneeled down, he proceeded to put his hand on my head and was basically pushing it down while whisper praying to his God to heal whatever I needed to be healed from or whatever was bringing me down in life. And others around came behind me to put their hands on my back and basically do the same thing. Oh God. I was hoping that it would be over quickly because I was kind of freaked out and I just really wanted to go back to my seat, but it just continued. I don't know how long I was kneeling there, but all I could hear was the pastor praying for my healing and that if God had chosen to heal me, that I would just begin, oh no, to speak in tongues up at, there at the altar and everything would be great and God would be answering my prayers and his. And he just kept repeating this. When I speak in tongues, I would be healed. With his hand on my head and others' hands on my back, I felt like crying, oh, because I didn't know when it was going to be over. That's so uncomfortable. I really don't know what happened next. I don't know if I got frustrated because I wasn't speaking in tongues or if he thought God's blessing might be better served on another up there praying, but eventually I felt his hand leave my head and he moved on to pray over someone else. I didn't know if I could get up then because there were still people behind me with their hands on my back praying, but eventually I was able to go back to my seat. At the end of the service, I thanked my friend for inviting me, but I told her that I didn't think it was my thing. I probably didn't want to go again. She understood and said, thanks for going with me. I'm not really a fan of a religion that tells me what I can and can't wear, nor am I a fan of whatever that was that just happened. Anyways, that's the story of my first and last time at a Pentecostal church. It was scary while it was happening, but thankfully I can look back now and laugh at how weird the whole experience was. Thanks for reading and hope you have a great day. Love, Ashley. Ashley, 
Thank you for sharing your experience with the Pentecostal Church. You know, lucky for you, there was no snakes involved in that service or it could have gotten a whole lot weirder. And honestly, they probably singled you out because they like, he didn't recognize you or maybe he hadn't seen you before. And he was like, okay, I got to tell them that God wants them to be here because otherwise, who knows? And that's where we're going to leave it with emails for the week. But somebody sent me this and I have to share it with you guys. Lacey sent it to me. They said, Spencer and Milady hot diggity dog. It's time for another update, I'd say. It says, Vallow update. Son Colby is arrested. Okay, remember, we just, re- I, well, I just read his book and talked to you guys about it somewhat recently. But they sent me this article and I guess, I guess he was arrested. It's a People Magazine article. It says, Lori Vallow's son arrested on sexual assault charges in Arizona. This is wild. The 26-year-old son of Lori Vallow Daybell, the jailed Idaho mom accused of murdering her two other children, has been accused of committing sexual assault in Arizona. Online jail records show that Colby Ryan was booked into the Maricopa County Jail on Sunday. He is charged with two counts of domestic violent sexual assault, and he has not entered pleas to the charges. Colby Ryan is Vallow's oldest son and her only living child. In May of 2021, Vallow and her husband, Chad Daybell, were indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit murder and first-degree murder after police recovered the bodies of her missing kids, J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan. In April, not guilty pleas were entered on the 49-year-old mother's behalf. Daybell has also pleaded not guilty. I was looking to see if I could if I could find anything else. There was another update I found on the Deseret News, and basically he's being accused by his estranged wife according to this article she's saying that he raped her i I guess he's going to court today actually it says on september 9th and 13th so i guess we'll see what happens with that one thing that i probably will be watching is there's a docu-series called sins of our mothers that's coming out next wednesday on the 14th on netflix and i guess there's interviews with colby ryan on there with Lori's mom janice cox her former sister-in-law anna cushing friends of hers and also uh different reporters who were part of this case as well as colby ryan's wife kelsey ryan so i guess we'll see if that docu-series has new information but one thing that i've learned from recent docuseries is that they're just kind of pumping them out and just interviewing random people i'll talk more about that when i talk about the army hammer docuseries but that is where we're going to leave it for this week thank you all for sharing your personal stories with us i always appreciate it and i will see you on tuesday with a brand new episode of cult leader in the meantime if you have a story you'd like featured on an upcoming little leader just send it on over to spencer at coltleader.com have a great week and and I will uh, see you next time. Goodbye. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Cult Leader early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck. Because, once again, Mr. Ballin Podcast, Strange, Dark, and Mysterious Stories is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Each week on the Mr. Ballin Podcast, you'll hear new stories about inexplicable encounters, shocking disappearances, true crime cases, and everything in between. Like our recent episode titled White Dust. After a middle-aged couple fail to answer their daughter's messages and calls, the daughter drives the few hours to her parents' house to check on them, but after arriving and seeing both her parents' cars in the driveway, the daughter gets an uneasy feeling and just can't stomach going inside. To hear the rest of that story and hear hundreds more stories like it, follow Mr. Ballin Podcast on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime members can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music.